0: Hello and welcome to the Curious Choice Leader podcast. I'm your host, Becca Priddeau, and it's time to step into your leadership, one curious choice at a time. This show is dedicated to helping experts like you become the leader you want to be, to create working worlds that work for you, your business and everyone connected with it, whether it's your own business or someone else's. As someone who's been using coaching in my work for about 30 years now, you won't be surprised to hear I've got a lot of thoughts about what coaching is and isn't, how it should be used and what it's really all about. It's been fascinating to see how people's attitude towards coaching has changed over that time and how, as the impact that coaching can have has become more widely recognised, how more and more people are talking about being coached or even calling themselves a coach. Indeed, this overuse of the word coach has become so prevalent that it's become almost meaningless, and ironically, one of the key things that coaching is meant to do, provide clarity, has been lost around the word. So here's my perspective. Being a coach and using coaching skills are not the same thing. If you get nothing else from this episode, I hope you get an understanding of that distinction. Almost all of us can benefit from using some of the skills of coaching in our work, And as leaders, we need to build on these skills if we're going to unlock our own performance and that of our teams. We know that our technical skills alone are not enough to make us a success as a leader and that we need to be great at working with and through others too. The skills that coaches use to understand other people's perspectives, to open up people's thinking and to come up with better solutions, to support the decision-making process, are just three ways we can benefit from developing those skills for ourselves. So. Are you ready to get curious about why leaders need to grow their ability to coach and make some choices about how you are going to do that? Coaching is something that's part of every leader's role. It can influence your approach, but awesome as it is, you'll need more than coaching skills to be a leader. Early on in my career, I worked for a specialist manufacturing company who used machines and processes that were highly adapted to their needs. When we found ourselves without a manufacturing manager for six months, The board knew it would probably take at least that long to find someone with the specialist knowledge to run that operation. Instead, they asked me to take on the role. Scary, since I knew I didn't know very much about how the machines and the processes worked. Instead, I had to approach the role differently, use my lack of knowledge and my coaching skills to ask great questions develop the team and get them to solve any problems with the processes. My lack of technical knowledge made it easier for me not to get over-involved in the technical solutions and to stay focused on prioritising what needed to get done. I was able to use coaching skills as a basis for this role and still make it all about ensuring that we could supply our customers both then and in the future. I was able to spend time leading and building a vision for the future for that department while empowering the team to keep the unit running efficiently. For me, this really allowed me to experience firsthand how critical coaching skills are to leaders. Coaching is all about unlocking potential, and as leaders, that's what we're looking to do, to unlock the potential in our business and in our people. By the end of my time running the manufacturing unit, they were operating more efficiently, had less machine downtime, and the team were better able to manage their teams. So when the manufacturing manager returned, he was able to build on that foundation, and he didn't have to shoulder everything himself. As a leader, your role as a coach is to unlock the potential of your team. It's where you make sure they have the skills and knowledge they need and where you help them become able to make a great contribution. As well as your role providing coaching, there are two other roles that you need to fill as a leader, leading and managing. Leading is all about setting direction, creating a compelling vision, creating a working environment and what it's like to work around here. It's the values we set and how we bring them to life It's engaging people and making sure that the team are all pulling in the same direction. Managing is all about getting things done. It's where the team and you deliver value and make your contribution. It's where you serve your clients. It's the action area of your operation and where you deliver on your commitments. Now, those three roles or three areas aren't separate. Think of them as three circles, which you as a leader bring together. So part of each overlaps with each of the others, like a Venn diagram. As a leader, when you can spend your time working where all three overlap, you'll be serving your team, your business and yourself well. When, for example, you have a project or you're leading change, reinforcing why the project's important and how it helps you get to your overall vision. Then looking at how you're going to get the project done and how you can use the project to grow your team's ability and contribution is working in the overlap of the three circles and maximising your impact. Building coaching into your approach like this does require some coaching skills, but it doesn't mean you have to become a coach. Coaching is one of the tools that you have available to you. If you were a gardener and you had a spade, it would be a tool that you'd reach for when you wanted to dig a hole, but you wouldn't become a spade. You'd also not be the only person who could use a spade, a builder might as well, but if you both ended up calling yourselves spades, the world would be very confusing for anyone wanting to know what you do. It's the same with coaching and why when you're looking for an external coach or indeed considering becoming a coach, you need to be really clear what you're looking to achieve with it. I digress. And you can find out more about the questions you should consider when you're looking for a coach in episode 23, where I talked about how to choose the right style of coaching for you. So as leaders, why do we need to have those tools to coach? As our businesses and our people grow, so does what we need to do to unlock their potential. The coaching skills we apply change and grow alongside that. We all start by needing to learn how to do things. We need to be shown how to do things. Then we need to be taught more around our subject and the things that we're doing. We need teaching for that. Then, when our knowledge grows, we need to be helped to apply what we know. That's where consulting and mentoring comes in. It's invaluable. We learn how to diagnose what's going on and how to fix it. And finally, we get to the stage where we need someone to stretch our thinking to challenge us and to support us, to help us explore different angles and to generate and explore options, to make great choices. That's where we as leaders need to be able to coach our teams. As leaders, we need to think about which of these we're applying and when. It's not a linear process. It can change with the situation and with the task. Even a very experienced professional who's joined your team based on their expertise will still need to be shown how things work in your business and in your team. The skills you need are going to be very different as you transition between teaching how to do a task and stretching someone's thinking. Part of the art of being a leader is knowing when to use show and tell or teaching with your team, when to grow your team's knowledge, when to develop those consultancy skills and specialisms, and when to act as a coach. So what's going to enable you to do this? Being curious about your team themselves, finding out all about them, taking the time to really invest in your relationship with them, You're going to need to develop the skills and emotional intelligence to work with others effectively, to develop and use your listening skills, your skills at asking questions, your empathy and your awareness of the impact you're having on someone else. And above all else, it's going to take practice and accepting that there will always be things you can learn and improve on. So get in the habit of reviewing and assessing your own performance and encouraging and accepting feedback. None of this is easy, but developing these coaching skills is key to being an effective leader. It's not about being able to call yourself a coach. It's about having the tools that will allow you to unlock the potential in your team, in your relationships and in your business, and therefore to enable you to unlock your own potential as a leader. The things I share in this podcast are based on my experience of over 30 years of leading change and working with leaders who are making change happen. Some of it is going to be more relevant to you than others, and it's up to you to decide what you're going to do with that. My hope is that you'll find something you can take away and apply, but that's up to you, and that's exactly what being a curious choice leader is all about. Getting curious, building your understanding, and then making some choices about what's best for you, your team, and your business. So the questions I'd like to leave you with are what aspect of your role would benefit most from applying the skills coaches use? And what's the next step you need to take to make that happen? If you found this episode useful and thought provoking, I would love it if you would subscribe and share it with others who you think would find it useful too. It would also be brilliant if you could leave a review where you listen to podcasts. If you'd like some more information about implementing these ideas, please get in touch and let's talk about how you can become an even better leader, one curious choice at a time. To get in touch, visit thecuriouschoiceleader.com. When you're there, you'll also find full transcripts of this and all the previous episodes. Until the next time, stay curious, and I look forward to talking with you again soon.